Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 135 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. We'll tell you that Royal Pizza, Pizza Pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. Royal Pizza offers curbside pickup and takeout options as well as dine-in for a menu and a list of their 13 Edmonton and area locations go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. The Stoffer recommendation, the Mediterranean Chicken. Brendan Escott's uh, recommendation is the Texan. As we head off to the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline, we are going to hook up with our NHL insider, John Shannon, for legacy heating and cooling with no overtime rates on their 24-7 service repairs. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. John, thank you for stepping out of the NHL ESPN meetings. Uh, gracing us with your presence right now. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Yeah, it's an interesting day, certainly in the media world in the United States. Well, it's big. How big is it? What are we talking here? Are we talking like four? Like they were? What were they getting before uh, in the old deal with NBC? Just over two hundred million dollars a year. Uh, and a I year. expect uh, a year. Yeah, two hundred yeah. million a year. Which, by comparison, um, the twelve-year deal. Um, even though it's not a, the same number every year, the 12-year deal for Rogers at 5.2 billion is about 450 Canadian million Canadian dollars a year. So uh, this is this is a huge deal. Um, I'm told uh, I've heard disparaging numbers. I'm told the numbers, you know, could be uh, 500, could be as north as 700 million dollars for this part of the package. The one thing I will tell you, Bob, is if you read read the release from both the NHL and, and uh, from Disney, um, there is still a national package to be sold. And whether that's going to be to uh, NBC, who's the incumbent, or to Fox, uh, who are very interested in it as well, uh, is an interesting one. So, so you know, as much as this is a big deal for the NHL, they're not done yet. And they're going to get, uh, I think, a, a massive number uh, they wanted to get four times what they got from NBC, and I believe they will get four times what they paid at NBC. So I think they'll be close to $800 million before it's all over. All right. Uh, New York uh, Post uh, media columnist Andrew Marchand has just tweeted out... Uh, yeah, what did he say here? The a- ABC slash ESPN will pay around two point eight billion over seven years, four hundred million a year for the rights to the A package, uh, and it was important for Disney to get the A package, which will allow them to pick which conference final it wants each year. It'll yep. make that choice. So, in other words, that's what you're saying. There's there's another package out there, and yeah. and that that could be the other. And and what is this like? I, we'll get into the semantics of the opportunity that's there on ESPN because I think it's huge because I think another league maybe anyways just circling back um, for, this does not just encompass television it, no, it's, it it's multiple it's multiple platforms right 
Yes, I mean, it's over-the-air ABC, it's cable TV, ESPN. It's also their streaming systems, which are uh, ESPN+, Plus, Disney+, Plus, and Hulu. Um, and, and basically, uh, to put it in context of what's happened in the United States versus what's happened in Canada, a lot of the same digital rights that Rogers bought, uh, Disney have bought. So uh, the NHL center ice package, for want of a, 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 the new definition, NHL TV, uh, that exists, that will now run through Disney as opposed to running through the NHL in the United States. So th- this, is, this, is a, this is a good deal. It's a big deal. Um, you know, it, 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 could it have been bigger? Probably if, if COVID hadn't hit. Uh, but at the same time, there, there's a lot more money coming in at the national level uh, than there was with NBC that had a huge all-encompassing uh, network deal. All right. Um, is there an opportunity? We know the numbers are down on NBC or on uh, on the NBA right now. Uh, now there might be there there'd be some like a guy like Clay Travis. You know, he's the founder of Outkick, uh, and he, you know he's a, a journalist and a writer and a lawyer, uh, and he's center right, which has got a lot of the. Uh, left, not very happy with him at times, and he's made the occasional outlandish statement along the way. He says there was too much discussion in politics, and that's why ESPN had a, a drop in interest. I don't know if that's the case or not, but I do know the numbers dropped a little bit. Is this a major opportunity for uh, the NHL through ESPN to grab more of the marketplace, maybe a little bit at the NBA's uh, expense? That's um, th- that's assuming they're dealing with the same audience. You know, it's, Great it's funny. It, it, it's funny. You know, I spent uh, six years at Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment with the Maple Leafs and the Raptors. I ran their two TV channels. The crossover between the two sports in in Ontario and therefore in Canada um, was less than twenty percent. If you were a basketball fan. And you weren't necessarily a hockey fan, and vice versa. Uh, the crossover was 20% of the of the fan base that watched both. So I, I'm not sure, I, I, and I mean this sincerely, I'm not sure it will help draw in more people. What it, what it does do, though, is it, you know, there was a there was a perception. For the longest time, particularly on cable TV in the United States, if you weren't on ESPN, you weren't anything. All day. All, All day. day. Yeah. All and day so, long. And, and so uh, they fixed that. And maybe maybe hockey will play a higher, uh, get a higher position now in Sports Center. Maybe we'll get a lot more discussion on the morning show and a few of the other talk shows. Maybe Will Bond and, and Kornheiser will talk about it on theirs on PTI. You know, so uh, that that's part of the hope. The other thing is, is that Disney's a, an international company, and so this partnership goes beyond the U.S. borders when it talks about international rights, particularly in Europe, where Disney has a a, a lot of influence and a lot of streaming rights as well. So it, this is this is a good deal. Uh, it's it's going to increase the revenues. Um, it's going to at least double them for this part. 
Uh, and Gary still has another part to sell, including uh, lots of playoff games, lots of regular season games, and one conference final. Now, so from you... that perspective, it's uh, it, 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 he's uh, he's in a pretty good position. My apologies, John. Can you actually, in the States, I don't know if you can do this, because I can't even get the ESPN Insider, right? Like, I'm in Canada, so I can't access that. And they've got great college football and NFL coverage, which I'm a huge fan of, as you know. And sometimes I can't get some of their best stories, or even the stuff that Emily and Greg Wachinski write, Emily Kaplan, who is a rising star at ESPN. She's uh, on that Around the Horn show often. Uh, she'll be on our show, actually, on Friday at 1 o'clock. Um, came to Edmonton. She was in the bubble here for uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs. Can you get games currently on uh, ESPN right now uh, through their app? You can get games on their digital app, ESPN+. Plus. Yes, it's a small package. Uh, it was it was the a foray. The other thing, the other part of this is um, the NHL Network, which was run by uh, Baseball Advanced Media, which is now controlled by Disney. Um, so there was a partnership there already. So there were some games on ESPN Plus. Okay. Yes, it was, but there was it was not the major distributor of national games. So Brian Lawton, who we had on before you today, and yep. Kevin Weeks, who's on tomorrow, both from the yep. NHL Network, they now work for Disney. Uh, they all, they have for a long time. I mean, okay. Disney's Disney's owned sixty to seventy percent of uh, baseball advanced media. Bam, uh, for a long time. Why? By the way, why was it because of the Rogers deal that we no longer get NHL Network in Canada? Was that one of the provisions yes. in the deal? Yeah, yes. because the partnership for NHL Network in Canada was with Bell. Okay. Uh, and the only way to and there was no way that Bell was going to sell the NHL Network to Rogers. So the NHL had no choice but to close it down. Okay. We're joined right now by John Shannon. That's part of the reason why we have you here, because you're all over this stuff. Uh, John, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm serious about this. Like, you know, look, this is the first year we haven't traveled. It's been, you know, I was in year 13. Uh, this is year 13. Uh, so I, I got a question for you. I mean, how much, maybe you could educate our listeners, how much does it cost basically to crew a truck for the Edmonton Oilers? Let's say they play in Carolina. Uh, mm-hmm. What are we talking? Thirty, forty thousand bucks a game? Yeah, around that. About that, sure. Yeah. Do you foresee a time? Is it possible we just keep doing these games the way they're doing them, where the uh, regional broadcasters are calling them out of their home cities and they don't travel, and uh, because it's just simpler to, to use a, a pool feed of a broadcast the way they're doing it right now? I, I, I think it's possible, Bob. I, I really do. Um, it, it's not perfect. You know, it's interesting. Um, what, what has to happen, what's going to have to happen is for the broadcasters to make a huge screw-up, a huge gaffe um, that nobody wants to make uh, in order to prove that you have to be in the arena at the time to do the job. Uh, for instance, last night, uh, I watched the Ranger game. I watched it on MSG, and Sam Rosen, who's one of the greatest hockey broadcasters we've ever seen. He's in the Hockey Hall of Fame as the Foster Hewitt Award winner. Um, he missed three plays simply because it was, he was in a studio in New York and the game was in Pittsburgh. And it was evident that he had no clue what was going on. Uh, he missed a goal. And and there's no and that would break Sam's heart to miss a goal and, and to be that far behind the play. 
So the so those are the types of questions. The other thing is and is when you have partnerships like the Oilers have a partnership with Rogers on on the games, um, and you need to create sales opportunities. You, you need to be able to cr- control the production to put in the proper type of sales opportunities Uh, and that's going to influence whether teams travel people or not Uh, in the end i I think in the in the end when the business is flourishing and life is good i suspect that everybody will travel again Um, but at the same time uh, until we we're back i think to a hundred percent i think we're seeing we're going to have this is the status quo now and i don't think we're going to see very much travel all right. Uh, switching focuses here. You know Gary Bettman has input on protect, uh, potential management options with certain, org- you know, when a management position uh, becomes open. Uh, do you think there'd be cons- consultation with potentially Buffalo and Gary with what's going on there right now? No. No? No. No. That's not, you know, here, here's the thing. Um you know, I don't. I just don't see that. I mean, Gary's got enough on his plate to worry about other things. Yeah. You know, when you buy a team, you buy into the club, and yes. you get to operate the team the way you want to. If for some reason you break the rules, you break the constitution of the NHL, then Gary gets involved. But like Arizona. Like Arizona, but Tim, Tim and, and, and uh, Kim and, and Terry Pagula have. Never broken the rules. I mean, you know, they, are they running it at, at optimum management level? Probably not. But that's not for the NHL to say. Oh, that's not, I, I guess I asked the question the wrong way. I said theoretical. So let's just say there's the change. Like they made the move on Botterill last year. They brought in Kevin Evans. Let's say theoretically they decide, you know what, uh, we are, we're going to hire more. Exp- would, would they go as owners and potentially consult Gary, you know, uh, and, and I know you got to do your own recon on this, but do they, you know, do those conversations exist? Absolutely. Like if they say, hey, we're going to hire a new general manager, Gary, do you have any ideas? Yeah, that's where Absolutely. I'm going. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I've always told the story that my belief is on Gary's desk, and I've seen pads of papers on Gary's desk. There are three lists. You know, who, who should be the next 10 coaches, who should be the next 10 managers, and who should be the next 10 owners. Uh, and Gary's, got, Gary's a very smart man, and he keeps active lists, and he uses his internal people to a great deal to consult about who, who, who should be the next guy and what do you think of this guy. And they, they gauge things. They don't tell you don't do it, uh, but they gauge situations of what is right and wrong or who should be the next person. Uh, you know, the, 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 the league doesn't, com- I wouldn't call it a vetting process, but certainly an involvement and, and recommendations. John, final one for you. We had both Ken Holland and Brian Lawton on the show today, and Brian said towards the tail end of his interview, he said, Oilers fans, you're, you know, he goes, you've gone through some tough times, but right now it's onwards and up- upwards. You're headed in the right direction. What would you say to that? I, uh, I say it. I, I believe it with a little trepidation because I want to make sure the depth players continue to play the, at the level they can. You know, and and is the development of the young defenseman uh, is it progressing at the right level? Um, the, the, the the big challenge for Oilers and Oiler fans is to try not to overly anticipate how great this team can be this year versus how much better it can be next year. Uh, you know, give Ken Holland a summer with 
some cap flexibility, and I think you'll find an even better team. You know, we've seen we've seen this team operate at a level that is very impressive this season, and it's because Connor was good, Leon was good, and the depth was there. We we still you know we we can still watch some more, and now we need some consistency. We saw in the Maple Leaf series the lack of consistency. Now we need to see some consistency out of out of everyone before I think you can confidently make that statement. John, have a great weekend. We'll touch base early next week. Yes, sir. That is John Shannon. JB has texted us. He says, Bob, I love your hockey-centric opinions, but please don't think the NBA will be less viewed than the NHL. Uh, I didn't say that. I said there's an opportunity because the numbers have dropped with the NBA. If you listen, but JB goes on to say, if you have a listen on satellite radio, the NHL is rarely mentioned, if ever. It's all saved for one channel, and the rest of the stations are NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball focus. Uh, please, can we discuss the fact that the Oilers need a scoring winger for 97? Not another search for a third-line center. Great show. Uh, best day of the week by far from JB. And again, JB, I'm just saying, my understanding was the NBA playoff numbers dropped. There obviously was a lot of... Po- I-, I can tell you when we tried... And we try to we try to be pretty centrist in terms of where we're coming here from right like it's uh it's interesting times but i just wonder whether or not there's put it this way it doesn't hurt if you go to the states regularly and i did for the last 12 years it doesn't hurt the nhl that they're going to be back on espn that's a big deal for the national hockey league which speaks to the power of espn we'll take a time out come back with this day in orders history when we return on orders now Hi, I'm James Neal from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stauffer on 6:30. Chet, you know this is the this is the first half over. We'll uh, we've got a day to regroup tomorrow. We're going to meet with our team and just go through the first half. Just a little bit of some positives, some things we have to uh, work on, and uh, and just kind of look at the schedule ahead and see what we're up against the second half. So. Uh, we usually use the, the midpoint of the season, even though this season is a very different season. We'll use the midpoint to do a little evaluation where we're at and make sure we have a good plan for the second half. That is Dave Tippett, the Edmonton Oilers head coach. The Oilers with Mike Smith going up against Matt Murray. The Oilers 5-0 and against Ottawa, but Ottawa's uh, going to load up their top two lines. They're going to play Norris, Kachuk, and Batherson, White, Tim Stutzla, and uh and Dodonov, uh, this could be a challenging game for Edmonton tonight. I think that uh, this has got upset special written all over it. Uh, just, I'm nervous about this one tonight. All right, uh, we are going to go into the This Day in Order's History segment brought to you daily by Dennis and Jason Laliberti and the team at New West Travel. Jeez, we were like wrapping up our trip to Chicago about a year ago, right around this time. And uh, <laughs> how world changed after that, let me tell you. All the way back to 2002, and here's Brendan Escott. Mike Comrie opens the scoring 90 seconds in, but the Oilers surrender four unanswered goals. Capitals forward Peter Bondra picks up his 18th career hat trick. They sink the Oilers 4-2 at the MCI Center in Washington. Uh, Mike, uh, good guy. Always felt that way about him, and uh, and you know sometimes you. I remember when he skated with the Alberta Golden Bears. He was just one of the guys. He didn't come in and hey, I'm in the NHL. And this was during the O three O four holdout with uh, him being represented by Rich Winter, and he was just a decent dude. All right, uh, 
We will tell you that coming up at, uh, obviously, we've got the game for you tonight at 6. The uh, face-off show begins at 4.30. Uh, Jack's on the uh, call tonight with myself and uh, uh, Reed Wilkins, Rob Brown. Cam Moon's going to be kicking around as well. Uh, but we will tell you that just after Oilers now wraps up, coming up during 6.30 chat afternoons today, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau says a federal budget is coming soon as his government faces criticism for continuing to allow the longest gap between federal budgets in Canadian history. What is Canada's near and long-term economic outlook and what are the deficits the country could be faced with as society tr- uh, trends towards reopening? The host of Money Talks on the Chorus Radio Network, Michael Campbell, joins Jalen Nye after 2 o'clock today tomorrow louis debrusque kevin wakes from the nhl network for our friends at canadian power pack alberta's leader in electrical construction service electrical prefabrication and solar and george larock edmonton sporting icon again up next the global news weather traffic update with eileen bell followed by 6 30 chat afternoons with Jalen and i i'll rejoin you with reed rob jack and cam at 4 30 today Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.